You and I both know that prospecting is hard. It's hard work. And when you're not saying the right thing to your prospects, you're not resonating with them. Therefore, they're not meeting with you. Today on this podcast, we're going to talk about the right things to say to the right prospects in order to get them to meet with you. Stay tuned. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Well, hello there, Permission Nation. My name is Charles Specht. I'm the host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast, and it is great to be with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about prospecting. We're going to be talking about how to set up appointments, because frankly, you can be the greatest closer on this side of the Mississippi, but if you can't set up appointments and get people to meet with you, you will be poor. You're going to starve. Setting appointments is something that has to be primary in every single insurance producer's repertoire. We have to be able to figure out how to effectively and efficiently set appointments so that our prospects will meet with us. We have to pre-qualify them. We have to have qualified time. We can't just meet with them for five minutes. We need to meet with them for at least a half an hour, potentially more. And we probably have to meet with them multiple times in order to get them to really, truly want to work with us going forward. But getting past the initial hesitancy is one of the things that I think most insurance agents, and I know this to be the case because I was an insurance producer for 10 years, getting past that point of hesitancy is one of the most difficult, challenging things to do. Today, on this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the insurance industry's best prospecting script. The insurance industry's best prospecting script. Now, with that said, that is actually a, a fairly lofty claim. And, you know, just to kind of get into this, it's also fairly subjective. Who determines what is the best prospecting script? And I'm going to tell you right now that I have an idea. I have a pretty good feel for what is a very good, effective prospecting script. And we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about why and kind of break it down piece by piece so that you can actually begin to create your own and maybe even mimic that one that has worked so very well for your own unique insurance business. But I think that it's important for us to really kind of go on record to talk that initially right now, the insurance industry's best prospecting script is the one that works for your individual prospect, right? Really, there's not one that's going to work for everyone. There is one that is going to work better than the one that you have been using. 
There is one that will work and resonate really well with a specific buyer. Maybe you're calling on plumbing subcontractors and you're calling on plumbing subcontractors, but you're talking to the office manager. The office manager might actually respond differently to a different script than, say, the CEO or the owner. Maybe you're calling in regards to trying to sell health benefits insurance to, um, to professional organizations, and so your script for the HR director is probably going to be different than the CFO or the CEO or whoever might be the final decision maker. So the script is going to be highly dependent upon the person that you're speaking to. And if you don't have an arsenal of various scripts to begin utilizing, you're probably not going to get the results that you really, really, listen to me, if you don't have a lot of different scripts to actually begin using for your prospects, you are probably not getting the results that you want. At the end of the day, if you can't say something in 15 seconds or less that the insured can understand the value of why they should give you an hour of their life, you're going to struggle. I want to say that again. When you're doing an email, or you're making a cold call, or you're doing a walk-in visit, or you're speaking to somebody at an event, whatever it is, you have a very short, limited amount of time to be able to get that person to see the inherent value of what you have to offer. Why? Because you are asking them to give you an hour of the remainder of their lifespan. They might only have like 10 years left in their entire life, and you're asking for an hour. Why? To talk about insurance. You're a stranger. They don't want to talk about insurance with a stranger, but that's what we're asking for. And so whatever it is that you are offering to them in exchange for an hour of their life has to be significant enough. It has to be easily understood. Don't beat around the bush. Don't be long-winded. Get to the point. Be concise be precise. Make sure that whatever your carrot is, your C3, your cold call carrot, whatever your cold call carrot is, it needs to be so appealing that they are willing to sacrifice an hour of the remainder of their lifespan to meet with you, a stranger, to talk about insurance, something they don't understand, they don't like, and they hate having to pay for it, and they certainly never want to use it, and they already have somebody who's giving them that particular service. Get it? That's why the script needs to be so dialed in that the prospect who doesn't have an insurance license, doesn't understand insurance, thinks, for example, that we're just a commodity industry, that all insurance agents are the same, they don't know how it works, they don't know how it's quoted, they don't know all that you're doing behind the scenes, they don't know the difference between insurance agent A, B, C, D, and the other hundred or so that are in their city. We need to be able to get to them within 15 seconds about what it is that we have to offer in exchange for an hour of the remainder of their life. I'm telling you, it really is that simple. It's that simple to understand. It's hard to do. I, I get it. I grant it. It is hard to do. Prospecting is not easy. Prospecting is no fun. It's difficult. Um, but if you want to build a million dollar or more book of business, you're going to have to get people to meet with you. If you're going to want somebody to fire their agent and do business with you, they're first going to have to meet with you. You can make cold calls for eight hours a day. You can call on 300 different accounts on a daily basis. But if you can't get anybody to ever meet with you, then you will starve. You're going to be poor. 
you're going to be kicked out of the insurance business. You're going to get fired. So setting appointments is the primary concern for every insurance producer out there. Therefore, taking aside everything else and really, truly focusing on how to set appointments is probably the smartest thing you will ever do in your career. Can I give you just some... A little bit of an example of some of the foolishness that we do in the insurance industry. One of the foolish things that we do in the insurance industry are these um, these so-called producer schools. Now, I'm not knocking them because they're actually pretty good from the standpoint of what they have to offer and so forth. Um, I actually went to a producer school when I got in the business in the year 2000. It was actually probably really good. Uh, basically, however, unfortunately, what most of them do is they just throw policy language at you for a week or two weeks straight until you're just drowning in policy language. Property coverages, life insurance, general liability, auto workers' compensation, lot, umbrellas, excess, all that. You're just drowning in policy language. And at the end of the day, after the insurance agency pays several thousand dollars to send you there and to house you in hotels and so forth. You come back and you have a little bit of a limited understanding about what it is that you were taught and you still can't set an appointment. What a waste that is. I like producer schools. I like the fact that they do that. It's just that now, you know, soon after they start is not the right time to send somebody to producer school. What you should be doing for your new people is actually getting them to sell, to prospect, to set appointments. Do that. Get them efficient, proficient at actually doing that on a consistent, regular basis. Then once they have substantiated their existence at your insurance agency, only then should you be forking out hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to send somebody to a producer school to learn that information. I just want to tell you, too many times we're putting the cart before the horse in the insurance industry. That's why we are the insurance industry and not rocket science. But I want to talk to you right now about prospecting. The insurance industry's best prospecting script. Now, I'm going to tell you what the best prospecting script is, and then I'm going to give you maybe a couple of ideas on something or maybe how you could begin um, formulating your own so that you can get results but you're probably gonna be upset with me. I'm sorry, I'm just telling you right now, you're probably not gonna be overly happy with what I have to say, uh, especially if you are an independent insurance agency because independent insurance agencies are terrible at prospecting. We're terrible at scripting specifically is what I mean. We're just not very good at it. The direct writers and the captive insurance agents tend to be much better at their scripting. They are better typically at branding. They're better at prospecting. They're better at advertising. They're better at getting into the door. So we're going to talk about it. You might know kind of where I'm going for this because I've talked about it a little bit in the past. In fact, I even did a, a YouTube video on my YouTube channel. It's got a, certainly a little over 10,000 views so far talking about how to do a cold call script. But from what I can see, one of the best, if not the best, insurance, the insurance industry's best prospecting script is the following. And I'm only going to say about half of it and let you finish it because you know exactly what I'm about to say. 15 minutes can save you 15%. Now you finish it. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. 
15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. If you did nothing else other than to rip off Geico's script, which I'm not advising you to do, by the way, I'm just telling you that it's a really good script, and they make multiple millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars every single year by this script. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Let's say, for example, you got your prospecting list and you kind of like changed whatever it's going to be to be similar to it based upon whatever kind of industry you're going after. Maybe you're calling on restaurants and you're trying to talk about workers' compensation. Hello, Mr. Restaurant Owner. 15 minutes with me can save you 15% or more on your workers' compensation policy for your restaurant. Does Tuesday at 9 work for you? That might be a pretty good script. It certainly is concise. You can probably make a ton of phone calls in an hour compared to the lengthy sort of wordy script that you might normally do. You could do it even with something else. Uh, maybe you could do it with contractors for their general liability policy. Hello, Mr. Contractor. 15 minutes with me might be able to save you 15% or more on your general liability package. Are you available on Tuesday at 2? All right. I'm not necessarily in quotes necessarily. I'm not necessarily advising you to kind of take that script and begin to mimic it. What I am saying is that if you did something like that, you probably would have some pretty good success because Geico has had really good success. Now I wanna, before I even break it down for a minute, let me just tell you, Geico, as you know, has this cartoonish gecko as their spokesman, like this inanimate sort of uh, um, uh, this little cartoon character, this this little gecko, a lizard, right? Um, it's talking to you on the screen, and it says 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. And it seems so weird, so quirky, and so forth, but the whole goal, certainly many years ago when Geico first started, the whole goal was they would do these commercials on television and try to get the prospect to pick up the telephone and call Geico and talk to one of their representatives. Let me ask you, Mr. and Mrs. Independent Insurance Agent, how much would you and your family starve if you were waiting by the phone for somebody else to call you to ask you to, for some insurance, right? We do a very bad job at scripting. We don't really spend a lot of time on it. We think that we are better. We think that we have everything that maybe you know, captive agents would love to have, which I do believe that there's a whole lot of truth to that because I, I wouldn't want to necessarily be a captive agent. I would want to always stay independent. We just have better options. I'm just saying that, man, we really missed the boat on the first half of it. And here's the thing. If you had to try and get your prospects to reach out to you, you probably would starve. Now, they're, they're getting people to go to a website, right? 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com. And so they go to geico.com and they start putting in their information to actually get a quote. How difficult would it be to sell insurance if that was your only mode, if you will, of prospecting? I want to break it down a little bit, and then I'm going to give you some alt, um, alternative scripts that you might want to use, uh, at least certainly at least one sort of main script that you might want to use in order to do your prospecting. As you begin to tweak it, you will be able to, to say something that resonates with your prospect in such a way that they're willing to give you an hour out of the remainder of their life. It's that important. So Geico, for example, they micro-niche. They know who is their ideal customer and who is not. I, for example, am not an ideal customer for a Geico. I would likely never do business with Geico. Um, I'm just not their particular 
avatar. I'm somebody that's maybe a little bit more established in life. I've got a wife. I've got five kids. I've got some you know, possessions and so forth. And frankly, I'm just not willing to do business with, with a lizard, period. Um, I'm not going to do that. I would do business potentially with like a state farm, but I'm never going to do business with Geico. That's just not me. Geico realizes that they're not necessarily trying to go after um, necessarily affluent people. They're not trying to go after people that are really established, for example, maybe only ever going to do business in an independent agency channel. Um, what their primary micro niche is, is somebody who's living almost paycheck to paycheck. That's who Geico's main micro niche is. Somebody who has potentially one vehicle and they're kind of living paycheck to paycheck. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. That's not a script that's going to get a doctor pretty excited. It is, however, a script that might get my teenage son pretty excited. Because they pay a lot for insurance. And 15% on his car insurance is probably significant enough for him to say, you know what, I'm going to try and get in contact with Geico to see what they actually have to offer. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. So don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. And by the way, tell them Charles sent you. So you first need to start with your micro niche. I always talk about micro niche because everything is built on the micro niche. It's like building a house. The foundation is the micro niche. All your scripting is is part of the walls, for example. Your branding, your marketing, your scripting, those are the walls. But you can't have walls until you have your foundation. The foundation is they're looking for somebody who has a vehicle, but that person is probably living sort of paycheck to paycheck, where 15% of their car insurance is significant enough for them to go to a website or to pick up a telephone to talk to somebody about potentially saving maybe a hundred bucks, 150 bucks for a year to talk about insurance. That's their micro niche. Now why their script actually works is because they know who they're trying to impress. They realize who they're trying to reach out to. And so what they've done then is they tell you what is the cost, what is the reward, what's it for? What's the cost? What's the potential reward? What's it for? The cost is it's going to cost you 15 minutes of your life. The reward is potentially 15% or more on your, uh, potentially saving 15% or more for your car insurance, on insurance. And what's it for? It's for auto insurance, if you will. It kind of describes what it specifically is. So the cost is 15 minutes of your life. Are you willing to give me 15 minutes of your life? Why would I want to do that, Charles? Well, I could potentially save you 15% or more on what you're paying right now for insurance. Oh, well, that's pretty good. What kind of insurance? Auto insurance. Do you like what you're doing on your auto insurance? Are you happy with the premiums? How much is 15%? I don't know. I'm paying something like, you know, 
um, $1,500 a year for my, for my auto. Great. Well, 10% of that would be $150. 15% would be like an extra 5%, which would be 75 bucks. So 150 plus 75, we're talking $225. That, that's the potential of what you could get if you're paying $1,500 on your insurance. Would you be willing to go to Geico.com or to pick up a telephone and call 1-800-GEICO for the opportunity to maybe save $225. That's exactly what Geico is trying to get their ideal customer to do in their own head. Do the math. Figure it out in your own head. Is it worth it? And obviously, it works really well because they're having significant, significant um, policies being issued. They don't just do the auto insurance. They do other things. But this is their main focus on what their script is, right? And it works very, very well. Now, let's flip this over, okay? So, yes, it's 15 minutes. Yes, the potential is saving 15%. And, yes, the issue is car insurance. So they deal with the problem, the reward, and, and the, uh, the product, if you will, what it's, uh, what it's about. Problem, reward, product, Okay. That's what they do. You need, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Um, independent insurance agent out there, or even Miss, you need to figure out the same kind of ideal script for your prospect. Your prospect is going to be different. If you were calling on churches and you were talking to, say, maybe an executive um, pastor or the senior pastor, your script is probably going to say one thing, and that same script is not going to resonate with, a, with an electrical contractor. They're just two different people, two different buyers, two different industries. And so you're going to have to adjust your most ideal script to be with your most ideal prospect. Most insurance agents, sadly, oh, so sadly, most insurance agents, sadly, do not have just one micro niche. They are still kind of quasi-generalists. They might have a little bit of this over here and a little bit of that over there. And we're sometimes quoting on this. And you know what? Uh, if I don't get the results that I want in the next three days, I'm going to switch and kind of go after this stuff, go back and forth, which frankly is why you don't have the results that you kind of were hoping for. Look, if everything was easy, everybody would be doing it. But just because you run into a little bit of a problem and it becomes difficult doesn't mean that you need to just sort of you know, cut yourself off and move on to something else. No, you got to push through the grind. You actually have to push through it so that you can finally get to the other side. And if you need to tweak your script in order to get there, great. But you don't need multiple micro niches. You just need really one good script that is going to help your ideal customer really resonate with you so that they can get what the value is. Okay? So I actually have lots of different scripts, lots of different scripts that you could potentially use. Here's one that maybe, let's say, for example, you, you make two hours worth of phone calls in a day and you don't get any results. How about, just try this. You, you, let's say like you're calling on, you know, Bob, who is, uh, Bob is a used car salesman and you're trying to sell insurance for their, their dealership. Uh, hey, Bob, this is Charles. Man, I am, I don't know about you, but I'm just sick and tired of making telephone calls today. But I'm an insurance agent. I've got something significant. How about I stop by today at 3 o'clock p.m.? Are you available? <laughs> you know what? You could definitely say it. You could definitely say it. And here's the thing. That, that sort of comical script is probably going to resonate with some people. Probably will resonate with some people. I don't advise that by any means. 
but I'm just saying that you could use it. Um, here is a script that, I guess before I even want to kind of go there, I just, I, man, there's so many different things that, that go through my mind when I'm talking about prospecting and scripting. And the biggest problem is that you're not saying anything that helps the prospect realize why they should give you an hour of their life. They just don't see the value. And so first, as you're figuring out what your script and your pitch and your cold call carrot is, you have to really understand what is one of the main problems they're dealing with because whatever you're saying has to be a solution to that problem. And if you don't understand your prospect's problems, the solution that you have to offer really isn't going to be that great. So here is kind of what I would say, potentially, if I was calling on accounts that maybe are small business to middle market. If I was calling on accounts that were small business to middle market, maybe my script would sound like this. And when I say maybe, like I'm near 100%. This might be the very first script that I would say to somebody when I'm calling with them for the first time. When I call them on the second time, my script's probably gonna be different. Okay, you should, you, that's why I say, you're probably gonna have multiple scripts. Because if whatever you say on the first one doesn't resonate with them, why would you say it again? I mean, you should come up with something that's different because hopefully it's going to resonate. But I might say something like this, okay? Why, by the way, why I feel this works for small business and middle market is because it speaks to the problem that they experience as a small business owner that every dollar that they have to, to pay for something, frankly, really is a dollar out of their own pocket. Unlike with a larger organization where you have a C-suite of executives and they're kind of making decisions and so forth for the business, but it really doesn't take any of their own salary. It doesn't you know, kind of take their own bonus. They're not too concerned about it, if you will, from that perspective that it's not as personal to them is what I mean, right? So when we're talking about a small business owner, maybe even sort of small middle market, um, this is their livelihood. And every penny that they spend basically is a penny that they don't get for themselves. And that's where I would actually take this particular script. I would really begin to highlight the fact that every single penny is coming out of their own pocket. So I might say something like this. Let's say, um, and by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to bring out my little uh, phone here and I'm going to time how long this, this actual script is so that you can see it. All right. So, on your marks. Who should I call, by the way? Let me think. I'm going to call... Um, I'm going to call a local furniture store, okay? That's owned by, you know, Billy Bob's, you know, uh, indoor living room furniture. Okay, Billy Bob's furniture. All right. On your marks. Get set. Go. Hello, Billy Bob. My name is Charles. I actually represent an insurance program for furniture stores like yourself. Now, look, I realize that the insurance premiums you pay like probably aren't a million dollars a year, and that's great. But I also know that as a small business owner, every single dollar that you pay out of your own that you pay for insurance is coming out of your own pocket. I mean, that's your money. It, it's, it's almost a, a terrible crime that it has to go to an insurance carrier, frankly, when you're probably not even having claims. But the thing is, is that that money is yours. And if you were able to keep it or save it, 
you probably could make that go a long distance, like maybe vacation for your family or, you know, you could buy more food um, for your family or you could maybe potentially purchase another vehicle for your organization or whatever. But that's your money. You should be able to keep that. And so as I focus on furniture stores, you know, I have access to some carriers that could potentially maybe even save you. Let's just say they saved you 4% of your overall insurance costs or maybe 9% or how about 17% or maybe even some of my insurance carriers might be able to go as high as 48% on your overall insurance premium. So I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but whatever percentage I save you is money back into your pocket. Look, you would almost be doing yourself a huge disservice if you didn't meet with me for about a half an hour, an hour to see whether or not you could qualify for my furniture store program and the money being kept in your own pocket. How about Tuesday at nine? Does Tuesday at nine work for you? All right. So that was a minute and, that was a minute and 28 seconds. That was definitely longer than kind of expected, but I'm just talking off the top of my head here. I haven't formulated the script yet on a piece of paper, but that's where I would take it. I don't talk about myself. I don't talk about my agency. I don't talk about how good we are. I don't talk about the fact that we've been in business since 1837. I don't talk about our, our nice people and our, our carrier you know, appointments and all that. Even though it's important for me and it's important for us to deliver, the insured, frankly, doesn't care. What they do care is what we could potentially offer to them. And so the problem that my imaginary prospect here is dealing with is that he or she is a small business owner, maybe even kind of small middle market, and every dollar that they pay for expenses on anything is basically a buck that comes out of their own pocket, their own personal bank account. They're, they're losing money because they have to buy insurance. And so that's the problem. Okay, and I, I even kind of like using that script that it's almost like it's almost criminal that the insurance carrier gets to keep your money when you aren't even having claims. So I just kind of like I push my thumb on that pain a little bit and I try to not necessarily guarantee them anything other than the fact that I'm focused on rest. I'm focused on furniture stores. I can help your furniture store and every single dollar that I save you on your insurance is a buck that you get to keep in your pocket and not the insurance carriers. Now, why would this potentially be a good script for the first one? It might be a good script because it's typically focused on money, and that's the one thing that almost every single insurance buyer can understand. And so I'm likely to have it resonate with a bigger group of people. If I came in and my script was about workers' compensation claims management services, well, I've now shrunk the number of people who could care less, if you will, or who could care at all about my particular workers' compensation claims management. They don't understand it. Maybe they don't feel they have a need for work comp claims management. Maybe they don't have a high X mod, whatever it is. But the more that you get narrowed down in your prospecting in regards to the service, the less likely you are to resonate with people. Therefore, they're not going to want to meet with you. So why I usually advise insurance agents to go after at least their first script to be fairly price sensitive, it's because it will resonate with everybody. It will absolutely resonate with everybody. In fact, man, 100% if you are an employee health benefits agent, and even if you're speaking to a receptionist, you know, he or she is likely on the health benefits and they're paying premium out of their own pocket. Do you think if you could somehow have a script that resonated with the receptionist about how you have something that is going to help her family save an additional 12% of their insurance costs back into her own pocket, would she be willing to pass you through to the decision maker? 
I bet she would. I bet she would. And that's really the issue, is that the insurance industry's best prospecting script has to meet the need of the person you're speaking to at that moment. And that's what it really deals with. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance might absolutely be the best script in the entire insurance industry. Or maybe it's the script you're putting together right now for your specific ideal customer. Either which way, man, I'd love to hear about it. Shoot me an email, charles at permissiongroup.com. Maybe just tell me like what your script is. I'd love to be able to hear it. Like I don't want to read like a novel or anything like that, but put together maybe a paragraph and, and I'll try and maybe give you um, any kind of hints or maybe some ideas or some options that you might want to do to tweak it to make it a little bit better. But man, good luck to you. Hope you're out there dominating the marketplace and getting people to give you an hour of their life. 15 minutes can save you. 15% or more on car insurance. Hmm. My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Network, where I teach and train insurance agents how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now listen, I'm an agency owner and I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you gotta do is you gotta admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.